I'm Mario Lopez here and excited to be launching my new podcast, Listen to Mario, LTM. And for the very first episode, I wanted to do something uh, kind of cool and, and, and pretty special. So I invited my buddy, Mark Paul Gosler, to stop by for a chat. Of course, we worked together on Saved by the Bell back in the day. Old school Zach Morris. A lot has happened in both of our lives since then. So a lot to catch up on. Let's get to it. Listen to Mario. Mark Paul. <laughs> Welcome. Why are you laughing? I'm just laughing because last time we were here, man, it was like it went viral. That's it went right, viral, Mario. It's funny the the like pigs... people still still care. Isn't that a trend? Oh my That's, god, I love it. And here's the thing: <laughs> I, as a friend, I got to tell you, man, I'm I'm always uh, so proud of uh, your, your latest projects. You, you've managed to keep incredibly busy, and I always root for former child actors, being that I was one, but especially if they're former child actors and friends of mine. Right. But I want to go back to when we were uh, children. I started, I was about 10 years old, 11, but I believe you started, correct me if I'm wrong, you were like five, right? I started when I was five, but I did, I, I, I saw uh, that I've been a member of SAG. I got my SAG card yeah. in 1984. So I was 10. So 10 oh, so was okay. when I actually did my first SAG job. Right. Screen but, Actors Guild. So prior to that, it was just like modeling work? It was modeling. Or... It was commercials. It was right. like AFTRA. Got AFTRA's, it. Uh, who knows what that stands for. And, uh, yeah, exactly. And, and you're five years old. So, you know, you're a little kid. You don't know. Is it something just your mom wanted to get you into, or did you actually know you wanted to be on TV at that age? Uh, I think it started with my mom had a friend who was a print model and my mom's friend said, Oh, your son's cute. Like it always starts like, your son's cute. And why don't you get him into, why don't you get him into, and I have an agent and then you start doing, you know, print work. And then for me, it was kind of fun. It was like an after school thing. Yeah. You know, like, kind of like Little League. It's like, oh, we're going to go do an audition. And then yeah. you, you drive to go do an audition. You, and you're, you and you're a kid. You, you do what your mom says. You do what your mom says. <laughs> but also it became kind of competitive. Like you'd yeah. see the same kids at yeah. the auditions. You go, I want to beat, you know, uh, Scott Grimes. Remember Scott Grimes? Yeah. yeah well, Scott's you going up Orville against right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you'd be up young? against Damn. Scott Grimes. You'd be up against, uh, right. you know, all these you, kids. You see the same. Uh, yeah. Remember like Cor- Corin Nemec? We used to go by Corky Nemec. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Dorff. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, we used to go up against. Were those your usual suspects uh, when you were going up? Paul Walker was my 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 good friend back then. Yeah. But he was also a kid that, you know, that every commercial it was Paul or I. Did he start that young too? He started what, that young, yeah. I didn't so know that. So I knew that. his whole family. I knew the whole Walker family. Oh, look at that. I've known you all these years, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad we're getting to get. So, okay. So wait a minute. And here's somebody, something I always like to tell people too, because you've always, you've always uh, come across as like this, I don't know how to put it in any other way, but like the quintessential. <laughs> well, that, that, that too, but also as like the quintessential white boy. Right. And I tell people, way. I know it's funny, right? I tell people, I go, no, man, he's got some flavor. He's got some ethnicity. He's actually, <laughs> you see my mom. You're like, wait, is that, yeah, you're half Indonesian. They're all, and they it's tell like, me, no, he's full. You're full of shit. Mark. I go, I'm telling you. Uh, I said, I yeah. know Paula. Yeah. And I said, but yeah, but you actually, right. You've got uh, well, your Dutch Indonesian. Is, I'm Dutch Indonesian. I'm half, I'm half Indonesian. Yeah. So my mom is full Indonesian. Uh, Damn, those are some strong is, Dutch jeans, bro. I know, but if you saw my sister, my sister. <laughs> no, Linda, I had, I did see your sister. My sister You're, Linda looks and your cousins and my cousins. Right. Yeah, my my cousins. But my mom with my hair, like, why people think? Why did I have dyed blonde hair? It was because when I was younger, yeah, I had lightish, you know, like dirty blonde. They call it. Yeah. But my mom always used to put this stuff in called sun in. Yeah. Remember that of stuff? Of course. Like you spray it in, and then you'd have to go play outside. Right. You're like, <laughs> we, we, you needed sun. Right? You needed sun. sun. Right. So it was like, but it was basically peroxide and it would just like create these highlights in your hair. My mom did that from the time I, from as long as I can remember. 
Dude, your excited. mom did that. My mom went next level, gave me a perm. <laughs> you knew my shit was permed, right? I do know that. You, but you, why, <laughs> why you say that so disappointed? No, but why, so you rocked the bleach. Why, and, did you have the perm before Say by the well, Bell? I'm going to tell or, you. I, okay, I give I me did. the story of the perm. I, I'm going to tell you the perm. Okay, first of all, my you mom. You the perm the mullet. I had a per minimal with too much product. It was just bad on many levels. But I'm going to tell you what, what happened because my hair, ironically, my hair was curly when I was young. Yes. Okay. And then it got, it got straighter as I got older. Anyway, my mom for a minute kind of was messing around being a, a hairstylist. Okay. Right. So at the time in the era, like curly hair was in. And the irony is this, my mom has some curly ass hair, kind of like Gina from Scarface, like that curly, super curly. So I was like her little. Zmarisav? Marisa doesn't have curly hair and my dad has curly hair. Everybody's got curly hair, but the kids didn't come wow, out that okay, way. Okay. Marisa, I'm glad you remember Marisa. So um, she would just like be like my, I was like her little pet and she just, her little experiment. Yeah. So she just messed with, uh, with doing perms every once in a while. Long story short, when I happened to audition for some, it was one of her experimental phases and I had the perm and I had it with him. I thought that they let, they wanted me to keep it. And I didn't know I was a kid. I was like, whatever. <laughs> oh my God. But that's right. It's the same see- with me with, with, with when I auditioned for Say by the Bell, I had just come back from a Marine military academy. I had shaved all my hair, hair off and my hair was short. My mom was like, we got to get you back to, you know, the original you. So we put, we bleached my hair blonde. Because it had cut all the blonde highlights out of yeah, it, yeah. you know, the sun in highlights. Right. We couldn't sun in little, little, uh, you know, the short hair. So we bleached it. And then when I auditioned for Saved by the Bell. You had it. I had the blonde hair. Like, a, we love the blonde hair. That's a quick process though, right? Because perming's a pain in the ass. You got to no, sit there with the curlers. Is no. that a long process? Oh my God. Really? Don't you remember me sitting there with a bag over my head? Yeah, but I thought, always thought it was quick. Did it take long? It How long did it take like, long? It takes at least like. 25 minutes you're sitting there with a box oh, 25 inch shit I would but the perm I'm telling you takes like an hour and a half but then you they had got to a sit curl under, yes and then they put it under, under the thing you had to sit so under the thing too this is so embarrassing I had to sit under the heat the heat yes uh, you and I both yeah yeah, well, we retained our hair. That's important. We should have done like a show like Friday where you were sitting under I the know, thing. I know. Would that have been funny? That would, that's like a throwback young, pick the, right the, the, there. Th- yeah, yeah, right. Oh, my God. So we both had fake wigs yeah, exactly. <laughs> growing up. But it's funny because. But the fact that people thought that that was real, they're like, dude, you didn't have blonde hair? I'm like, did it ever look natural to you? I, I mean, it, it did ever, as a kid. I didn't question, but now as an adult, I look back. The only don't reason you remember I, I went through the vanilla ice phase. Yes, too, where, where I had yes, yes, you had the lines. But also, that, sometimes yeah. it'd be like blonder than others. Sometimes you'd be looking like Billy Idol, <laughs> and other times it'd be a little dirtier blonde. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Same with my curl too. Sometimes my shit was like ice cube. Tight. Sometimes it was tight. <laughs> sometimes a little bit, a little yeah. bit loose. Oh my God! God bless our moms and your mom, uh, like my mom too. Um, we're children of immigrants. Yes. Both children, first generation yeah, right first here, man. Generation. So that's yeah. pretty cool. That And then obviously not knowing anything, getting into this business and no. just, my mom too, just kind of fell in. How did that happen for stuff. you in Chula Vista? Chula Vista? When I was in like, Chula Vista, I was 10, same thing. I was uh, uh, dancing and some, a local talent agent in but San Diego. But you got Diego. into dancing how? When, when I was younger, when I was like three or four, my mom put me in a bunch of stuff because it was just a tough neighborhood and just to keep me busy and out of trouble. So I was the only wrestling, dancing, um, karate theater kid <laughs> did you like dancing though i just didn't know any better I didn't... my mom put me into tap dancing yeah when i was younger i remember I, that i remember that you I, didn't like it though huh? i didn't like it because i remember i'd be playing out with the kids yeah and she'd go mark paul you remember how yeah, my mom used to say yeah, mark yeah, paul. Yeah. <laughs> like she'd yell in front of all the kids and go we have to go to dancing oh god and i'm like oh <laughs> put mom like that and she would say like oh, oh see you guys i, gotta go I didn't dance. like it initially i gotta go tap dance i didn't like it initially but then i started liking girls and 
uh, there was a lot of cute girls, and I knew girls like guys I could dance with. Then I was like, okay, I'm gonna suck this up. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then it paid off, and then it started actually helping me in my wrestling. So that's yeah, why I stuck yeah, with it. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that, so that's actually how I, uh, I got into it too. Somebody was, I was whatever. I was like, a, I was doing a little dance recital or a play, and, and it was a local talent agent. And, oh, okay. And I read well as a kid, yeah, yeah. like I read and yeah. not necessarily comprehend, but I read, right. and I wasn't shy. And so I was like, why not? And then one thing kind of led to the other. So. The the first job you booked was what around ten years old? You said you got your second. Uh, I, I think the only the only thing I remember I did um, I did May Company. Remember that May that, yeah. that the department stores like Sears May Company. I did a, a print ad for them. My first commercial was for a Smurf clay molding set. Okay. And I think my first theatrical where I got my SAG card was Twilight Zone, and then Ooh. shortly after that was Highway to Heaven. That I remember because I got to shoot an Uzi. I was a Nazi kid. Damn. And I got to shoot an Uzi, which I thought was badass. Serious role. It yeah. is badass. And you were on Good Morning, Miss Bliss, which preceded Saved by the Bell at what age? Uh, close to 12. And that was a Disney show, correct? It was a Disney show. Haley Mills was a star of that. Right. Dennis Haskins was on that. Right. Dustin was in it, right? Dustin Diamond. There were only three of us. Dustin, Lark, and myself. Right. And that lasted how many seasons? Uh, That lasted maybe... 13 episodes, 10 oh, episodes. Oh, it was just one episode, one only, season. It was only one season. Wow. One very short season for, for Disney. Peter Engel was the producer of that. Correct. And then they wanted a spinoff. Brandon Tartikoff was also an advocate for that show. And Correct. then he, he wanted to do a spinoff. And I remember having this conversation with Peter too. At the time, shortly before, I believe, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, huge fan of that. Huge fan. I, so, I mean, that well, was that my... Moved, that, that was that, my and it, and, and it holds up. So th yeah. that's essentially yeah, the character Zach when too. They, where, when, when they he would gave stop me the time script, and they'd look, yeah. right? When they gave me the script for Saved by the Bell, I remember. I remember vividly where the house I was in, where I read it, and I read that 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 script, and I thought, "Oh my God, I get to play Ferris Bueller." That was my first thing. I was yeah. like, "I get to stop time, talk to the camera. I'm going to play this exactly like Matthew Broderick because yeah. I grew up. I mean, that was my jam right there. Yeah, it holds it holds up yeah. too. And at that point, did you? fall in love with the business because when you're young like we said you, you kind of do what your mom wants no. you to do but at that, at that time I fell in love really with like... what we were doing right but I didn't know it was a business I didn't know it was a business until we did bad choice of words just yeah. it, it, with acting itself is that what you did you I did fell you in want... love with the process I fell in love with with us as a collaboration putting together a, a product that people were enjoying I really liked what we were doing we had fun yeah you know I loved showing up on set um, and it was rare cause we were the, we were a rare case of actual teenagers playing teenagers mm -hmm. cause before that. Oh yeah. Had... I remember I got in trouble for a people magazine article that I, that they, they wanted like a, something, a little juicy tidbit. Right. And they, they, I, I gave it a, a, a standard, um, interview and then they were like, ah, come on. Like what's the biggest difference between you and 90210? And I gave them the, the standard, like, well, you know, they tackle these issues. Right, and, right, right. and they're like, ah, come on. What? Well, I said, well, I don't remember having a receding hairline when I was in high school. That was good. That was a good. That was a good clapback right there. That was a good clapback. I think it took about two hours before I had to write a letter of apology wow. to the entire cast. And then Aaron, um, Spelling. Aaron, Aaron Spelling, God bless him. Uh, he, he, he wanted me to. Also apologize to him. So I had that's funny, man. Hey, but that's real talk. But it was true. <laughs> it was but it was true. true. I mean, we were kids playing kids. They that's were, one of the reasons you know, I think it resonated because kids like hey, so. it wasn't like now where Disney and there's uh, there's a bunch of them and and why I think it still uh, holds up that and uh, I think the diversity of the cast too a little something for everyone. Yeah, but it, we would never be able to make that show now. By the way, no. But wasn't it a trip? How 
Peter Ingle, the executive producer who's Jewish, but a born again Christian, which I always teased him. It was like a vegetarian for beef. Right. And he was very, very strict. There was no cussing. There was like a no cussing sign. Oh, I don't know if you remember. There was no, Lord. and it was very vanilla. Cause remember this was like remember the time I made that condom joke. Do you remember? Yeah. 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 I, I do I, remember. I made, actually, a, yeah. I made a condom joke in front of the audience. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Didn't go over well. Wow. It didn't man. go over well, but he was very, cause it was a show. I don't think people realize cause it has a second life on syndication, but it was for Saturday morning. So we were competing against Bigs, Bugs Bunny and it was the first like a Saturday morning guy. So it was real for little, little kids. So that's why it trips me out that it's still on the air on syndication. It has this, uh, Do you also remember saying goodbye every season. Remember? Cause we never yeah. knew we were going to come back. We right. thought we were canceled every season. Right. Like, All right, guys. Cause we never got a pickup. Right. No one knew exactly. the numbers like that. We're up against, like you said, we're up against Bugs Bunny. It was big when we beat Bugs Bunny. And what do you, what do you Pecker? I mean, it was like, you know, right. there, 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 there was no ratings to look forward to. Right. And since you're on the topic of numbers, I think the biggest misconception is that we're loaded because of the show. <laughs> it wasn't Certainly like not loaded because of the show. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. It was not. I always tell people it was not friends on prime time that it was able to have this. That we were the first of its kind and we were up against cartoons. So I always say we got cartoon money, <laughs> you know, we so that, mean, we really did. Right. Well, that was the biggest fallacy is that people just assume just because you're on TV and you're on these TV, you guys must be. And it we really, making money though when we did uh the prime time the correct years. that was prime time money correct unfortunately it was, was short-lived was short-lived <laughs> but it was also at the very low end now knowing what we know it's at the very low end right right of the but spectrum substantial considering substantial what we're coming off of. oh my gosh yeah, yeah yeah no i actually get checks now that are less than the postage oh i get 13 cents checks. yeah like why mail them I, I have gotten a one cent check before. Damn. And I, I've, I've thought about taking a picture and like posting it for all the people who say we're yeah. loaded from. Right. Say, well, that's a good idea. I, like, I got to do that. But I think I'm going to steal I, that idea. But I actually think <laughs> that somebody will say, well, well, at least you got a cent. Oh, you know, God. Like, you, you'll quiet. get that hater. Exactly. Right. I'm like, you know what? I forget it. It's not even worth it. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And you know what? I look back and honestly, anybody asks me, I, I honestly have fond memories. Everybody was cool. You know, the time seemed to go by like this. And it, when it went into syndication, it sort of went next level as far as it blew up and level of uh, uh, popularity. And now fast forward uh, a couple decades later, a few decades <laughs> later, oh my God, it's like we're retro and it's hip. It's cool again. There's diners and what have you. But I want to talk about this, Mark Paul, because so many people have not been able to make a transition as former. I mean, there's countless examples of people just got into bad shit and just there were mess. You you were not only able to make a, a transition, but you were pretty consistent, man. It's staying busy at all this. It, was there a conscious effort, game planned, if you will, to attack it? Or how did you, how were you able to do it when so many others weren't? Uh, I don't know if there was a conscious effort. I mean, I had good representation. I've always had good rep representation. Are you with the same reps? No, I've, I've changed. <laughs> good I've representation. Changed. No, because no. I think as you evolve as a person, as, as you evolve in, in the business, you have to evolve as well. And sometimes your reps don't. Yeah. Um, obviously I'm not with the reps that we had when we were doing say by the bell. How many times have you changed? Uh, probably three Three times, possibly. I mean, I've I've gone from. Was it disagreements that you that you switched? Or it, just... I think it's just the 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 standard gripe that actors have is that you're just wondering if someone's working for you uh, at the capacity that you want them to work. And the truth of the matter is that I'm at a point in my my career now where I know I have to like they work for me, right? You, I have to drive them right. to do things, and if I don't if I don't squeak. It doesn't get oiled. Um, 
And I just have a good relationship with my reps now where we're on the same page and I feel that uh, I'm, I'm getting the jobs that I want. Um, and, and I feel like I, I have, yeah, I have, I, I have some good backing right now. I, I, I like the position that I'm in right now. Good I'm team. able to expand. I'm able to right. produce. I'm able to act. I'm able to just do the things that I want to do. And it took me a while to kind of find the, the people I've been secure now for the past six years, I believe. Uh, yeah, little, yeah, like six years. Cause there was, there was a time I remember when we were talking that you were actually considering. I've, I've, I consider that every year, man, to be honest with you, to, to, to not like, Hey, I, I just like, to, I, to get out of LA, right. Get and out to, of LA, maybe, you know, try to pass the bar, uh, and, and, uh, have a completely different, uh, lifestyle and career. So just completely out of the business is it was just, I'm you, okay you, with that though, man. I've, I've, I, you know, you, you know me, I've, I've always felt you've had that sort of like, okay, if it happens, it, you know, cool, whatever. And if it doesn't, which is ironic cause you have been busy, but, but why you don't like the, the business aspect, the people that come with it. I, LA cause you're, you're a native Angelino. I am a native, which Angelino. is rare. <laughs> um, it is rare. I think it's just my family, family background is like, the Dutch, you know, the, the, the Dutch are kind of like, no, I don't know. What do you mean? The, 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 <laughs> Dutch, well, the Dutch, the Dutch are just kind of, if you've ever met like a true Dutch, you're the only Dutch guy I know. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a shame. Uh, Is there a Dutch community just, here in LA? I don't they're know. Just, uh, they're just like down to earth kind of people that just kind of, you're, 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 you're just not that great. You know what I mean? You're just one of you're just one of us kind of thing. It's like, yeah, you may do great things and, and you may have great thing, uh, great things around you, but you're just like everyone else. And that's how I kind of grew up was like, yeah, I'm on television and I get to do some really cool things, but you're just like your, your, your family. You're just like your siblings. You're just like your friends. No, I no, I respect that. And I totally you know, get, I, I've I, always, I think you grew up in the same way as like, you exactly. kept that, you kept that same, um, core around you. And it was like, yeah, Mario's Mario, but Mario's Mario, you know, Mario's from Chula Vista. You always yeah. had that something you went back every weekend mm -hmm. and you became like, they didn't give a shit that you were on a show. No, you're, exa you're exactly right. And I always say it's, you know, this is what I do. It's not who I am. And well, that's so, the thing too. It's like the business doesn't define me. I love the business. I love what I get to do, but it doesn't define me. Like if, if somebody said to me tomorrow, it's, it's taken away from you, move on. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to persist and, and try to be successful in something else. When did, um, NYPD blue happen? 2001. 2001. And were you concerned at all um, Dude, going up in? until then, man, my career was in the, I mean, honestly, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I had a really hard time after Saved by the Bell finding my legs because I played that character and every audition I walked into, uh, you know, you're not that guy. You're not yeah. this guy. You're, you're that guy. Where, where's the, the right. guy from the Palisades? Where's the blonde haired kid? Yeah, so that's what I mean. So when you when you you're up for NYPD Blue, I'm not it. up for NYPD Blue. I went in for Philly, which was Kim Delaney's spinoff show, or not spinoff show. She she was doing another show for Stephen Bochco. She had left NYPD Blue. I went in to go read with her, and I didn't get it. They had already offered it to Tom Everett Scott, and Stephen Bochco stood up. Uh, anyone who uh, remembers Stephen Bochco. Super tall guy, white hair. I mean, his silver fox, TV you know, legend, TV legend. Uh, and he stood up and he, he extended his hand and he says, you're really good. I'd like to work with you in the future. Look at that. And he meant and I it. thought, I thought, you know, it's a, it's right. a nice way to send you off. Sure, sure. Thank you very much. And he says, no, he goes, I know it's pilot season. He goes, let me know if you book anything in the next two weeks. Look at that. And I thought this is really awkward. And I said, okay. Thank you, Steven. And I walked out. Two weeks later, he calls my reps and says, 
I want him to be on NYPD Blue. Really? So you didn't even audition? Wow. I didn't audition Look for at NYPD that. Blue. And I thought, oh, okay, awesome. I yeah. need a job. You He's, indirectly kind of did, I guess. <laughs> I guess, I guess yeah. but I thought, okay, awesome. I know that Rick Schroeder was on the show at the time. I'm going to play uh, another cop. You know, maybe not a detective, obviously, because, you know, I'm too, a little older, too young yeah. and whatever. And uh, he goes, no, no, no. He's going to be Sipowitz's partner. Rick Schroeder's leaving the show. And we have a great story of how he's going to become a detective. Yeah. And I thought, this guy's nuts. He had a child star the, the few years before. Now right. he's got another child star coming on. That's, I didn't even think about that. That's right. Dude, Rick, That's right. Ricky Schroeder. Yeah, of course. I know. I didn't I mean, even think Rick about Schroeder, it. it's Rick Schroeder, but Ricky. No, right, right. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Rick oh, but why did they, you know what? That made me just like, like Botchko that much more now. That's nuts. That is nuts. And I wonder how the network felt about, wow, what a trip. How did the network, how did the audience feel about it? I remember reading some of the, the, Oh, were they, because I thought it was pretty well well received. It was not well received. Really? (laughs) It was well received after I was on the air, but not well received before I got on the air. Okay. Well, that's what I'm aware Uh, of is after on the prior, it was really, oh, and were you aware of all that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, because they say, don't read the comments. Yeah. We've learned that now. Yeah. But before then, you know, the internet was relatively new. So yeah. I'm reading all kinds of, you know, yeah, yeah. like the equivalent of Reddit. And I'm reading yeah. about the, the show. And man, yeah, they were number brutal one. to me. They yeah. were brutal coming on. Yeah. there was. That's how I met uh, Ralph from, uh, remember he was on K-Rock? Yeah. Uh, Ralph Garman? Yeah. That's yeah. how I met really, Ralph dude. Garman because he was an adamant hater. He's like, this guy is going to fuck up the show. I've been a fan of this show for, you know, uh, nine years. He's going to come on and- and just ruin everything. He said this on K Rock, and it did. Uh, when it when it when it aired, uh, and I was getting some good uh, reviews, I said, uh, "Hey Ralph, uh, you want to talk about my my appearance on uh, NYPD Blue?" And then we became friends. Look at that, uh, and it all worked out. But yeah, it, it was that was a that was yeah, I was pretty anxious about going on NYPD Blue. Plus, I had never played like I'm, I'm a California kid. I'm playing a New York right. cop. Yeah. Come on, I can't remember. Did you have an accent? I did a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of an accent. Right? A little bit a little of an setup. accent. Yeah. Did you work with a coach, Mark Paul? I'm like uh, growing up, did you go? Did you study anywhere in particular? I studied at a couple of places, but I don't know about you, but I always thought it was silly. I, I never could. I could never really perform until for us it was the red light. Remember mm-hmm. the red light? Mm-hmm. You knew the red light was on. You were on. Right. And that's how I felt. I just never could perform unless it was real. Like so we did didn't you... really rehearse. Remember rehearsals? It was yeah. like, it was hard for us to rehearse. But then when the red light went on, yeah, we performed, on. man. It's right. like, if you had the audience there, you performed like that. That was a kind of our upbringing. So anytime I did it with a coach or I had an acting class, I'm like, this is not for real. So even as an adult and so, and when you were getting into these serious roles, no, no coach you worked with, huh? No coach. I, really? I basically learned from the people that I worked with. I so mean, just... I learned from Dennis Franz. I've learned from, right. you know. So how would you, Sutherland and, and, and how would you approach it then? Just with the open attitude. I mean, I would, I would approach, you know, the, for instance, NYPD blue, I would, you, uh, I, you just mimic. I mean, yeah. I would just mimic who I was with. Yeah. My character was named John Clark jr. The, uh, executive producer on the show. Who's a, a, a detective for 25 years. He was also a technical advisor on the show. His name was Bill Clark and his, uh, deceased brother, his name was John Clark Jr. And so I was playing his deceased brother. I just adopted Bill's mannerisms. Right. I mimicked his his tone of voice. I mimicked his sort of accent in a way. Um, but yeah, I just I just I just kind of mimic things that I see. 
Yeah. So wow, that man. that character, actors I look back are listening, now. going, "This rap bastard." <laughs> no, I, I, I look I'm at the, I look at the dollars. Yeah. But I would love to work with somebody. I just, you know, I just never have the 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 fu income to say like, oh, "I'm going to work with right. uh, this famous uh, right, right. coach and and uh, dial this in." But for 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 television, they don't really want you sometimes to play a character. They want you to play you. It's true. It's true. You know. No, so exactly. I've been very fortunate to play characters. When I did pitch, I played a catcher. I grew a beard. I grew. I put on weight. And that's, you don't see that too often in television. I've been really lucky to play characters. Even what? the character I'm playing now, I put on weight. I, 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 I sort of, my mannerisms are a little bit different. I remember from NYPD Blue and some other that uh, come to mind, um, it was Raising the Bar. Raising the Bar. Correct. That was another character they let me play. I grew out my hair. That's right. Really, you really had the thin. wig long right there. Really, that's that right. My real hair. <laughs> no, I know. That's right. Raising yeah, the yeah. Bar. And I remember that look. Um, Franklin and Bash had a nice little run. Bash was a fun little with uh, former child actor Breckenmeyer. Meyer, <laughs> yeah, that was another character that I played. Who's I, I? I based that character off of uh, Jeff Bridges in Big Lebowski. Even down to where I would only drink White Russians on on Franklin and Bash. Really, like, that was my drink. Was a White Russian. I had huh. like this kind of the dude kind of attitude on Franklin and Bash. I want to rewind a little bit. Um, Dead man on campus. Dead man on campus. I dyed my hair black for that. I was like. They they said you're a mini Robin Williams, so I I did a lot of research on Robin Williams and and sort of yeah. This, that did you audition for that or that I did audition I did okay. audition for that. I remember that was a crazy audition. I, I think I had like a Tom Cruise moment where I was actually up on a couch and dancing around on a couch during the audition. Really, like, this guy's crazy. Do you, do <laughs> are you comfortable with that process? Do you, I mean it's I love auditioning? Really, I love it. You're the rare. Rare person. Tell you why I love it. Okay, tell me. It comes back to my competitive nature. I go in there and I want to win, right? And so I know that if I get the job because of my audition, that I'm the right person for that job. Sometimes if they offer you a role, I'm not so sure that they're wanting not so much me, Mark Paul, and and I'm not so right for the character. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it makes makes, makes sense. It does make perfect sense, but also at the same time. You could be the best actor, give a hell of a performance, but there's other things out of your control that may, I'm not saying, I'm yeah. just saying an individual yeah, yeah. that you may not Happens get it. All you're, the time. you're too old. You're too young. Yep. Stupid shit. Yep. You know, Stupid shit. They have right? a contract with them. They want to Exactly. Fulfill. They want to keep it Those in the family, this and that. No, no, I know, out of yeah. anyone's hands, but that that's the only part that's a little frustrating, right? It is frustrating because as an actor, I mean, when we were starting out, we would sometimes do three auditions a day and you'd go in there and you'd, you'd <clears> fight <throat> your heart out and you'd give everything yeah. you got and you wouldn't get it. And you'd have to go back the next day and you have to go back the next day. And, and it was just like the process. But that I think that grind yeah. kind of shapes you as the person that you're going to become later on in life. And then you either uh, toughens you and it toughens you, you, you right. embellish from it or, or, or you cower and, you know. Yeah, you, you, you become resilient. When be- was your biggest lull? Lull? Lull and not working your gap. 94 that. to 96. Yeah, what are you, 18? No. Well, 18, we were 19, 19, right we were 19, 19 something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a tough. What was your biggest lull? Probably about the same time. Yeah, probably about right? the same it was time, hard, man. It was hard. Like, well, because we're not necessarily kids anymore, but we're not necessarily adults either. But you know that if, if, <laughs> if it's sort with, of a weird kind of age, right? Our, our our careers would be vastly different if that was now, because remember when we were starting out and we were in that position. You did television, you didn't do film. You did film, you didn't do television. Right. You never did a commercial because then, the, you know, like you're, you're selling Correct. yourself out. Now there's no rules. No rules. All the lines are blurred, which I think is great because it is. you're a performer, you're an artist. You, there's lots of mediums, lots of platforms you work on. Mm-hmm. Now for us too, think of the, the people that are on in film now 
are all, they may have started in television. Like for us, we, we didn't have that. So because we were on television, we never got film offers. We never like, we, we were successful, but it didn't translate into us working after Saved by the Bell. Right. Right. We had to prove ourselves. Like exactly. That. Now all these Disney kids too, the, with the Zac Efron's, right? They're so much easier so to be able to transition, easier. especially with the moderate success or, or, or major success like those kids. But you know, consider you're exactly right. I understand the point you're making. How old were you when you got married? 22. My you, first marriage. Yes. Young bro. I, I remember 22. that 22 years old and you met Lisa on our set, right? On college years. On college years. I remember that. I remember that. And, uh, um, you have two beautiful kids. Yes, fourteen and twelve. Fourteen and twelve, and well, you guys were married for a long time, though, right? Fourteen. We were years married fourteen like that, years 15? together. Seventeen. A matter of just, you feel you got married too young as you way get older. Sometimes you out- way too young. Yeah. Sometimes it can work. It's really difficult in this industry. Did you feel pressured at that age? Or was she? Because I know she was a little older. Did she you was feel- only two years, two and a half years older. Oh, it was only two. Okay, only two. but that's a big difference. Well, there was a big difference then. I mean, yeah. no, but I'm saying from women, their maturity and all Absolutely. that. Yeah. You know, less so, now. Like at our age, if you meet somebody who's 46. No, no, no. Right, exactly. But at less, that, but, but at that time, at that time, it was it was a big difference. Yeah. Uh, did I feel pressured to get married to from or her? just yeah from her or no. you just felt ready because we think we know, you know it all sometimes yeah, at young that's age. exactly what it was it's yeah. the latter i felt like i knew it all i felt like i had lived the life i had a, i had experience uh you know yeah. um this is the next step right little did you know like without we lived in a bubble i mean we were in a bubble and so i had a lot more growing up to do still have a lot more growing up to do um been married now for over six years together for over eight years uh two more kids um, vastly different person than I was when I initially got married. Well, we're always growing. Yeah. As, as individuals. Um, but it seemed amicable. I never saw anything like, you know, when you guys split it, was, it seemed very amicable. Yeah. You have cool. to, when you have kids, right. That's a thing. Yeah. Right? When you have kids, even if there stuff. was bad shit, you'd always keep it amicable because you have to, you have kids. Well, a lot of people don't believe me. Well, I work an entertainment that, show. A lot of people. Don't. <laughs> yeah. And the only people that suffer from that are the kids. You're exactly right. Yeah. You're exactly yeah. right. I would never um, do that. Good for you. And then were you reluctant at all to ever want to get married again? No. Nope. Did you say really? No, no. You know me, man. I like how many people did I date when we were, when we were doing say by the book? I always had to drag, try to drag this dude out. I was out there horn around <laughs> and I always try to drag this dude out. Hey, but you know what? I'm glad I kind of like had a, a like a, a crazy run too because now as I, I get older you know what you appreciate and whatever it's for the individual Mark Paul I will say ever since he was young he's always been very mature and um, he was well, I don't just know much about more that. I just it, well you always just yeah. had it you had more settled chilled out more uh, personality out, say, yeah, you know what I mean and sure. and yeah I was a little crazier when I was a little younger but <laughs> <laughs> but um, so wow so that okay because you, you met your your second wife. Uh, how do you pronounce we her just name? Say her, we just say my wife. We don't say second wife. Your wife. Your yeah. wife. Thank you. Yeah, I like that. You yeah, like right? that. I like I mean, that. It's my wife. No, she is your wife. Yeah. She is your wife. Well, Catri- I didn't want it to any confusion. I don't no, know. My, 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 my wife, Catriona. Catriona. Okay, that's Catriona. it. What's yeah. her, what's her? Scottish. Uh, Scottish. Okay, yeah. from actual Scotland? Her, both her parents are Scottish. Yeah. Oh, They're nice. From Scotland. They live, uh, they lived on the board, at the border. So she's first generation here. She is, for, she was born in England. Yeah. Oh, she she's an immigrant. She is an immigrant. Uh, yeah. She went. She was uh, twelve when she left England. She moved to Montreal. She uh, went to university there. McGill yeah. uh, lived there until she was twenty-four, and then kind of went to Vancouver, and then yeah. found her way down. How'd to, you guys uh, meet? Mutual friends. Mutual really? Friends. I was working on raising the bar at the time, uh, and uh, mutual friends of ours here in L.A. or here in L.A. Like a blind date. 
Yeah, it was one of those things where I was with my kids at the beach at my friend's house and they they had taught, I was going through a divorce and they had said, uh, we want you to meet someone whenever you're ready. And I said, yeah, I'm not ready. I just, you know, I need some more time. And cut fast forward to three, three months later, I'm with my kids at the beach with, with my friends. And they said, oh, we invited a, another friend of ours uh, for dinner tonight. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she comes walking through the door. I'm like, oh my, you invited her? Because I had met her a year before uh, when I wasn't divorced and I wasn't going through divorce uh, and I, and she was dating somebody else. And I, but I remembered her. She's yeah. six over six feet tall. Yeah. She's blonde. Striking. You don't see too many people like that. Right. Uh, when and she not came, in the business, correct? And not in the business. That's bonus. Never has been in the business. Right. Never wants to be in the business. Uh, a real person. A, a real, <laughs> 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 but she came through the door and I remember going, Oh my God. And uh, my son immediately, he was six at the time. Uh, had a huge crush on her and just like a t- like latched onto her, and that was it. And you hit it off, huh? We, that's we uh, we hit it off. It was a slow, a little bit of a slow process. You know, first two weeks were you know telephone, text, right, and then it became a, a full blown thing. And then the courtship happened, yeah. and, yeah, now you're, and now you and now you're married, man, and two more kids, two more kids. Yeah, two we had more. a beautiful wedding. We had a like we had a you know she got piped in with the with the bagpipes and all that. Oh, right. Scottish and. Uh, everyone was wearing kilts. I did not wear a kilt. You didn't rock a kilt? I didn't rock a kilt. My son did. He loved Why me. didn't you rock the kilt? Because I felt awkward, man. I'm Dutch. <laughs> I'm Dutch. <laughs> like, I'm not going to wear it. What am I going to wear? Clogs? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That would have been baller. Yeah, yeah, right? Kilt with yeah. clogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we had, we had all the, uh, the Scotsmen there. It was, it was a dude. That's you know, the, the Scotsmen, like, like, you, you know, the Mexican, sure, the the, you're going to have yeah, yeah, a yeah. ball. Oh, I had them. At, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love, yeah. I love, uh, I love it, right? parts of the culture into the, yeah, it's the yeah. best. Um, thanks for inviting me. All right. You, you too, you rap bastard. <laughs> 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 um, no, I've always, here's the thing too. When people ask me, uh, you know, you talk to the guys that say by the bell and you keep in touch. I said, you know what? It's kind of like real high school. You, you know, you see them when you can and everybody's, everybody's got their families now and doing their own things. But, um, I love when I get to run into them. I always, you know, it's always nice seeing them. Always nice to catch up. And I, you know, I root for them when I see them on their stuff, but it, right. It's kind of like real people it's, when you went to high school because it's hard. People get busy. Yeah, you have lives and stuff. Although we're going to try to stay in better touch. I'm going to stay on top of your ass, even though you don't call anyone back because uh, I want to roll with you. Meaning jujitsu, where, where, by the way, yeah. <laughs> rolling sounds so like a very good I've been thinking about this. What, how does that, how does that work out? If we roll, do you have mats at your house? I do have mats in my house, but okay. I can also, I can get the gym and my uh, professor's super cool. If okay, we want to go, I suggest we do, because if we don't do a private lesson, dude, everyone is going to stop. That's what I'm saying. And either going to bust out phones right, right, right. and start and right, start right. and not pay. That's what I'm yeah. saying, because it's also, it's also like jujitsu is very t- territorial in a way. Like right. if you go to one oh, right, gym, right, you know, right. then the that's other That's what my gym. professor said, said, oh, you, you have to have come here. You can't right. be going to your house. That's what I'm saying. So maybe we go to a neutral gym. Maybe we go. I'll roll to yours. I don't care. I saw you were rolling with the Florida boy. Yeah, that's my good friend of mine, AJ. I know. Yeah, I know. You know so, AJ? Yeah, well, I follow, uh, you know, the, the... Right. The, yeah, I follow everybody on Instagram, but... He's, uh, uh, he's his first... Uh, uh, he's got his first um, MMA fight in... Uh, dude, he week. talks so much shit. Yeah, he does. He's a real... Oh, these guys know him. He's, man. He, they, these guys know him, too. These I try, try guys, to train with him, too. He, But you know what? It's all like... It's like... A, he's, I know. He's slipping into a character. He's a real smart guy. Very articulate. Very no, no, no. Guys. I know he's... Yeah, he's but a, he loves I, it. He's I, badass. I love watching him grapple. He's badass. Um, but these guys, man. Oh, that's great. I know you're into it, though. Yeah, I know. I'm very into it. They all get into it. Yeah, King uh, Cornelius. Should... I know a lot of those guys. Cornelius, yeah, he's yeah. great, man. He's good. Do you like uh, Do you like Gaval? Do you like the Menendez? Yeah, bro- oh, yeah. Mendez brothers. Yes, and stuff yes. Like that. I know all those guys. Um, so maybe we go somewhere neutral. Maybe we go so like. Maybe I'll go to yours. Somewhere... I don't care. I'll go to yours. But I just think we should do. Um, 
we should do uh, like a private. We'll have a. Well, not, guy. And I'm not saying I'm saying neutral so that we can like train somewhere fun. Like we can make a thing out of it. Like we can go somewhere where we've always wanted to go. Like maybe we can go to the UFC. Oh, you know where we can go? Wait a minute. You know, we can go. Anderson Silva invited me to his place. You know, he's got a new place. Where? The spider right here on um, La Cienega. We can go to his place. Okay. I'll hit him up. And that, you know, it's kind of cool. Have Anderson Silva. He's a big MMA star in case of those. The spider. In case you're not yeah, the spider. Just you know, like legend. Um, yeah, we can go talk there. Shit. Was he talking shit about uh, wanting to fight Connor? No, no, he's way too big for Connor. That's no, what no, I said. No, but no. He, he was talking. I think he was talking like. No, no, no. I don't come think he would ever come come down. No, he's like 50 pounds bigger. But um, GSP was actually put it out there for Connor, too. I know, but he wanted to get down <clears> and want to make Connor. It. And Dana yeah. was like, no. Yeah, no, that, 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 that would happen. That. I don't, what do you think about Connor now? You know, he's done a brilliant job marketing himself and branding himself. But uh, I knew what that was going to happen with Khabib. He's a beast. Dude, and, Khabib, and, man. Beast wrestler, not even a jiu-jitsu guy. I know. Do you do you appreciate that, though, when you watch the fight? You're like, Absolutely. All the, all the, with your background of wrestling, you're well, like. All the, all the champions have a real background of wrestling and all through the history. All their, D.C., Daniel Cormier, huge background. John Jones, huge background. They're all wrestlers. And no, they all no. just learned to. They all probably got to about blue belt, too. And maybe it's just their wrestling's a type of. Wrestling's the most effective of the arts that comes in handy in a street fight. Once you get to the ground, then your jujitsu. Jujitsu does nothing if you can't get to the to the ground. So that was the thing with Khabib too. I can't believe this turned into fight talk. <laughs> which, by the way, nice which by the way I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which by the way what I do you love. Think about this uh, funky kid. Which funky kid? Uh, what's what's his name? The the new the new guys have been talking all all the stuff. Uh, ben. Uh... Ben, Go, you mean Gordon? No, Gord, Ben. Uh, God, what's his name? He's huh. he's coming to the MMA. We're finally, that. finally, Dana finally signed a contract with him. Is, uh, is he another like Ben Askren? Oh yeah, Ben Askren. Askren. Yeah, Askren? yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's Askren. It's Askren. I've watched yeah, his yeah. fights on YouTube because it's like he's fight. He's been fighting at uh, whatever. Yeah, like, I know you're talking you know, about. I know you're talking about. You know, I haven't seen too. He's much, a wrestler. Yes. Yeah, he's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. It, it should bode well. You, look, as long as your striking is up to par where you can at least take one good shot because if you don't have a good faint game and you are you can't close that distance quick enough, um, then you should essentially bode well unless you go up against a really badass jiu-jitsu guy and stuff. But, but Connor's a good jiu-jitsu guy. Like he no, got, he's not really a jiu-jitsu guy. But he's I've a, seen him compete at like uh, no geese. He's so. not even a... And AJ will tell you too. He goes, dude, that dude's best blue belt at best. At uh, best. He's he's a striker. He's really... No, he's, 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 good. Yeah. he's got quick hands, heavy hands. You know, yeah. he's, he's a striker. But... Um, Love this. We got to talk about more of this stuff. So, hey, okay, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get. I'm gonna hook it up. So we just do a private. Let's just get a private, you know. And then I they'll would, let us. We'll do like specific training, and yeah, then we'll do. do Sparring. All right, for sure. Anderson, and, what what is is he? He's obviously Brazilian. Black belt, Brazilian. Oh yeah. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Is it like what degree did he? Oh, he's a like high level black really, really. belt in jujitsu. Oh, don't yeah. follow his jujitsu. Yeah, I just yeah. know him as. You know, MMA fighter. fight. I mean, yeah. he was an accomplished uh, jujitsu guy, and then he went to uh, MMA. Another guy with heavy hands and stuff. We can go home. Okay, we're gonna figure that out. Another thing, Mark Paul and I have in common, um, but I'm sure he's a lot better than me because I just know how to shoot straight. Mark Paul can run and shoot <laughs> <laughs> with a gun. Would you invite me to what was that thing called? So the guy's name is Taron Butler. Taron Butler. Taron Tactical. Taron Tactical. Right. So he's the same guy that sh- that trained Keanu Reeves for all the John Wick films. Yeah. So he's the guy, even, even when John Wick, you know, when he goes up to the guy and he goes, Mr. Wick, what, what, what's on the menu for tonight? Well, for the appetizers, we have, you know, this gun and, yeah. what, and for the main course, we have this gun. Those are Terran's guns. Like those are his tricked out guns. That How did that John guy Wick, get so? Uh, Was he a former either, like in the military? Or? No, he's not former military. He's, he's from the competitive world. So he's from competitive oh, okay. shooting. I've trained with guys that have been in the military 
and then they go into the competitive shooting world. Right. Uh, Taryn is not. Taryn, I don't think he ever served, uh, but he just, trains with SEALs. I mean, if you yeah. if you check just him out on his Instagram, he's like he's a, he's a uh, a world class right. competitive shooter, one of the best. I got to show um, you my new gun that I just got. That's, you get? that's custom mount. Oh, it's a Glock, but I got to. Tra- I'll, I'll, I'll show you my Glock. I'll show you a picture. I'll show you my. I got a design on it. That's why I was saying. Oh, I got you, I, well, I'll, I'll, I'll show you mine, and then I'll, I, I got a 22 made by Val Kortzen. If you guys, uh, if you guys want to look on Instagram, but this guy Scott uh, Val Kortzen, he made this 22 of mine. Shout out right there, dude. I'm giving you a nice shout out because wait till you see this gun. Okay, it is the most beautiful thing. It's carbon fiber barrel. Oh damn! And the 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 stock is like this red and black like wood piece of art it's amazing and they shoot it's like a like a uh, it's like a laser gun it's it's crazy my kids love it you know um speaking of kids real quick are you done no more four what do you mean yeah i'm done with the kids <laughs> <laughs> what's the matter with you well no you didn't um all right so you're done with kids another thing that i like you're a third though i have another one on the way july july and my old ass got to stay in shape to keep up with them because you did. Uh, she's doing well. Thank you. Okay. Um, doing job. We wait to see do what we know? have. We don't know. Every kid we waited to see. You waited. What do you, yeah. what do you, what would you prefer? Honestly, uh, cause I got one of each. I'm good now. I like, I got my boy, so I'm good. But, uh, another one would be cool. But another, cause my little girl, my little girl is like awesome. So if I have another one like her, that'd be great. So honestly, either one, just obviously if it's healthy. And what is that stuff. One? She's cool too. She's cool too. If we had obvi- two girls, two boys, we want one or the other, but now we're good. So it's a tiebreaker. So. So whichever. And um, uh, yeah, I'm having fun with both. Oh, real quick, since we're since we're on our kids, too. It's funny because you told me the other day that your daughter recently came up to you and said she wanted to take acting classes, right? Yeah, she had her first last night. I haven't talked to her. Uh, she's with her mom for this week and then we'll we'll get her. Actually, she's coming back tonight. And and has she started? Did she, she started last night. Did she like so it? I haven't talked to her. Oh, I you haven't talked to her. Yeah, okay, I haven't I talked to her. Again. But I'll, I'll I'll kind of break her down and see. But you're okay knowing how difficult the business is. You're okay. No, no, no. Listen, I don't think she wants to get in the business. I think she just wants to, you know, she likes the process. She likes being in. She likes performing. Okay, so um, like theater. She doesn't say like, Dad, I want to be famous. I don't want right. to. You know, I want to. I want to be the next Sanaya Sydney. Right. Uh, that's the girl from our show. Yes. Oh, I'm going to get to that. I didn't yeah. forget. Um, okay. No, so but I'm saying but if, if she's just fine, just acting. Great. You want to act? Great. You want to do theater? Great. Yeah. It's the same attitude I have. Whatever they want to do. Sure. I'll support yeah, and yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. What so, is, what is, what is your daughter? I've, I've seen her like do she, some hosting she's, stuff. She's doing a movie this weekend. So what? dude, but my she's doing kid, a what? she's doing a movie this weekend. So, um, what's it called? That like a little horror film. Is it Gia, uh, who just turned eight? It was a total by like, accident we started doing i had her start doing doing, voiceovers well she was doing movie Mm -hmm. reviews here okay Okay. for unseen movie reviews on my uh radio show um and some people kind of heard it too and they said and they'd reach out we'd like her to come audition for this she doesn't have an agent or anything long story short from that they started asking a request to come audition for stuff and she doesn't want to audition this i said just go i go do you want to do this mama do you want to like read this and this and that Cut two, dude. She's a regular on that Disney show, Elena of Avalor. She's been on um, uh, that other, like three Disney shows. She's she's doing this other little movie. She's got like all this. She's like a busy little kid out of all this. And it was total by accident. She still doesn't have an agent. Are you spending her money for her? No, I'm. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm totally Dustin Diamond are you, style. Are you her manager? <laughs> no, but it's funny because I'm a total stage dad. I am. Oh. I go on the set when I go when she does the Elena Avalor stuff. I'm I'm doing the uh, reading. She prefers me over mom. You know what I mean? She you wants to her above. line readings. 
No, I got. Well, yeah, she's never even had. A, oh, I got to give her a little Mario. bit. I got to give her the context, Mark oh, Paul. Mario. I'm like a coach, dude. You should see me with my Are son. You a stage thing. dad now. I said I'm a full on stage dad. I, I I totally uh, I no, totally uh, no. embrace it like this. No, no, no. I said <laughs> I said let's try it. Like she's 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 smart as a whip though, dude, and she's funny. So I have to uh, I have to be patient with her and in, in, um, in the way because I know because you, you know you come from a place of love, but sometimes you can be a little bit too aggressive. So yeah. So anyway, it's an accident. Who knows if she wants to keep up with it? But she actually is shooting a little movie. <laughs> I crack up when I think about it. And my son's a hot mess. He's a, <laughs> my son gets in trouble for fighting at school all the time. I got to give well, him an geez, ass whooping daily. Why. He's taking jujitsu. He boxes. He, he takes like, wrestling. All I see is like you guys so wrestling say, on your Instagram. He wrestles like, twice a week. I wonder why he's aggressive. He wrestles twice a week. He does jujitsu twice a week. I take him with me to wild card this and that. So yeah, the teacher's all. I wonder all, why. So my, the teacher's like this. The teacher says, um... Dominic had someone in a jujitsu hole the other day. <laughs> I said, how do you know he was doing jujitsu? She's all, uh, I saw the same move on your Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I said, I'm like, well, you can't be doing that. Yeah. So I can't do he, meanwhile, he's just five. He just, <laughs> he just turned five. But yeah, man, who knows? Hopefully the third one, um, I'll have to, now I got two uh, uh, run throughs. <laughs> the third one, I'll come. Correct. Um, one thing I've always appreciated too, and I think, and again, I don't know if this is uh, just by by design, but in a community where people are so vocal about either their political beliefs or getting behind certain causes, and especially in a, in a liberal community, you've remained very close to the vest. I don't know which way you think, which I think is cool. I'm not vocal about it either. But was that a conscious effort? Uh, no, no. I mean, because I'm sure you've been asked. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm just lazy. <laughs> I mean, you don't really, care enough. <laughs> I, I do. I do. I do care. I mean, if in, in my house, you would know yeah. exactly where we, where, where we stand. I think I know um, where you stand, but I like that. You don't, you, yeah, you don't vocalize I just, it. I don't, I don't really feel the need. And that's just me personally. But that's, I really, I really respect. I, and I respect that because that's, that's rare in, uh, as you know. Yeah, yeah, but I respect people who do have a voice and and people who do advocate for things. I mean, I, I follow these people on Twitter and, and social, and um, you know, I, I I respect that they they feel the need to use their voices to to express their their beliefs. Uh, me, on the other hand, I I just uh, yeah, I I I, I don't. I, 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 I don't know why. I think I chalk it up to being lazy. I, I, there's other things that I have to. Uh, channel my energy towards channel my energy right. towards I, 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 me you've known I'm, I'm a family man my family comes first and, and my household comes first sure and, no I, I agree um, I, I have the same attitude I always when asked and believe me being uh, Latino I get asked a lot especially and I say listen here's my answer I yeah, say, do, most you feel, my, do you my, feel you represent your, your, your heritage enough I always get asked that like why don't you represent it more like I, and I go what, what does that mean exactly what, 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 I have the same response. Well, I this is what I this is what I always answer. And like I what said, what, I said, what first more all, do you want me? Do you want me to put a billboard? Like, do you want me to have a commercial? Like, what? what? It's never enough. It doesn't it's matter. It's never enough. It's, and, it's never, and there's no right answer for him, so it doesn't right. matter. I always say, look. Aside from always trying to carry myself as a gentleman or a professional, and I make it very what I do. What I am vocal about is my faith, even though that can be at sometimes controversial. I have no problem saying that. Jujitsu. <laughs> you know, jujitsu, right? <laughs> Putting an ass whooping, right? <laughs> but but, but I, I am about my faith. I am about my family. I am about my priorities in my life. My close friends and family know how I feel politically, but yes. I'm in the people business. I don't want to alienate anyone. I want everyone to want to watch Mario Lopez on TV. 
<laughs> and to not know which way I'm thinking. So that is uh, my attitude towards it. So I respect that. Hey, you know what? Your friends and family, that's cool, man. No and you know, know what? No one needs to know. And by the way, more Paul, a lot of that shit can backfire because there was a lot of celebrities supporting a lot of political figures in this last uh, midterm election. They all lost. So a lot of it, because a lot of the, the public and a lot of um, uh, normal folk, if you will, out there will say, well, what do they know? They're, they're in a bubble. They're celebrities. What, now, granted, I know they're citizens, too, and they're Americans, and they have a voice. But what do they know? They don't know what I'm going through. Who are they to tell me? And so it backfires a lot of the time. Again, I respect if you want to use your platform and your voice, go for it. But that's not me. And I'm gl- I just wanted to say I'm glad that's not you. I don't know if it's not, but it may become me. So all of a sudden, he's, all of a sudden he's going to be an well, advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to announce no. that. Uh, yeah, yeah. 2020. Uh, <laughs> you never know, man. At, the, at, 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 the, yeah. at, this, at this point in my life, this is how I feel. Yeah. Um, but again, I, you know, maybe things will open up. Maybe my kids will, uh, you know, I'll become empty nesters and I have more time on my hands. And that's and, what and I'm going to give a shit. I'm going to channel my energy into that. <laughs> Uh, right. But I've never, I've never thought of it as a, as a business, business uh, model, you know, to, to, to say, this is why I'm not. Um, I just, yeah, I just, you just don't know. I think it's cool. That's what I, I was just I, pointing I out. like to, to, I, I like to hear all points of view. I take all points of view and I, I, I make my opinions based on Agreed. that. Agreed. Independent thinker. Independent thinker. There we go. There we go. I'm, I'm, I feel like right now politics is one, they're, they're gutters. You have the left side and the right side. Everyone, everybody's in the gutter. Like, where's the center? Where's the middle of the road? Right. It's very extreme. Exactly. You know where? You know who's there? Me and me. <laughs> That's I'm right. We're, we're standing. We're, the, we're, we're, we're driving. Down we're, the in the the we're, we're in the same car. We're in the same car. We're in the same car. There, you want to check out my gun? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's badass. So that's a Glock right there. Oh, how, the guy has his own brand. Yes, he makes Terrence these. This is what you'll see in John Wick. Yeah. Oh, you'll that's see that in John Wick. Yeah. Ooh. See, I got to find you my Glock. That's badass. Right? How many you got? I, guns? Yeah. A lot. <laughs> we got an arsenal over there. I wish I had this Check picture, out that. man. Check out that gun. You have to zoom in. That's that Val Quartzen I was talking about. That's a twenty-two. Oh, that's bad. It's a fun oh, little so gun, he got Oh, so he got those designed, too, then. Yeah, oh, look at that. Cool. That's cool. Is that's that a, him? Is that's that a gun dude? designer out in Ohio. Is that Taryn? No, that, that, that's me. Oh, I didn't even recognize you. So I was looking at the gun. Well, you're making a crazy ass face. I can't tell that's you. I'm like, that the guy? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's me in my gym. That's about, I'm going to find the gun and send, I'm going to send you. You're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. I don't want, I want to surprise you before I do that. Sage. I got a dog too. You got Remember a dog? I was talking to you about getting a Frenchie. Oh, did you get a Frenchie? No. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? I got a little uh, Jack Russell Terrier. Oh, those are cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Little he's, a ba- he's, four, he's four months old right there. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to grow a half, uh, double this size. I'm sure your kids are happy. Oh, they're, this was a Christmas present. Oh, really? Yeah. Your wife got it for you? You got it for her? No, we flew out to Houston. There was a, uh, there was a dog when I was training in Atlanta. I was doing gun training. There was a Jack Russell Terrier right at my feet while I'm doing this tactical training. I'm like, what dog is it? I want this dog. Those and, are hyper uh, little dogs. What? Those are hyper little dogs. Hyper little dogs, but this guy wasn't. He was like, he was energetic. He was feisty, but he he wanted attention and affection. It was like, it was a perfect dog. I was like, I want that dog. Yeah. It's like, you can't have my dog. 
<laughs> he goes, but I'll tell you the breeder I got it from. And we went to a specific breeder. She, she does, uh, oh, I'm going to get shit for like going through a breeder to get a dog. Oh God. It's like, yeah, it, I, did too. I rescued it from the breeder. How <laughs> right, about that? Exactly. Hey, it from, they need homes too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you going to do no, with them? This, this <laughs> specific breeder, she, she doesn't, you know, mass produce dogs. Right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but, uh, he was, he was going to be bred to be a, a hunting dog. They're, they're, they're blood tracking dogs and also, uh, diabetic alert dogs. Uh, he's trained to do that. Yeah. She doesn't do like, you know, domesticated for like lap dogs. And I said, please let me, you know, yeah. I'll pay you. I'll pay you. And I, I, and he got hooked up. No, we're big dog lovers. Dog lovers. But I love Frenchies, but, uh, you know, we can't be so like, man, we're like, (laughs) that's all right. Jujitsu guns. Exactly. Exactly. My boy boy right here. I love the premise of the passage. Well, the premise is based on a trilogy of books. Okay. So how the books start off is, there is a secret government medical facility called Project Noah that has been tasked with trying to find a cure for infectious diseases. Mm. They found this sort of creature in the Bolivian jungle that had the same qualities as the mythology of a vampire. Wait, like a predator? Yeah, like this 250-year-old <laughs> man oh. in this cage in the Bolivian jungle Ooh. that had the same kind of qualities as... A vampire, based Shit. on the mythology, drank blood. I like that guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like I mean, he looks kind of like you. Like he looks. For, <laughs> I'm just saying, never ages. <laughs> never ages. I mean, like people are saying, like is Mario one of the virals on our show? I'm like he could be. He doesn't age. This guy. I want to be a viral. I don't. I don't know if he drinks blood, but man. Uh, but so he's a 24, 250 year old man living in the Bolivian jungle. He, he attacks one of the scientists. They extract the, the virus that the, the, the scientist uh, has, and they try to the, use that as a cure for infectious diseases. Now, they're having horrific results on death row inmates. That's who we're using as, as, as test subjects. They See? decide to bring in a child because a child has billions more neurons I'm not a scientist, but that's what they tell me. Sure. And so my <laughs> character, <laughs> my character is an ex uh, FBI guy who brings in, who, who gets these death row inmates to sign the contract. Yeah. Now he has to go and find this girl and brings her in. And why this girl? They're saying like, why this girl? I don't know. It's, it, it's part of the books. It's like we're following what the books did. Yeah. It's a little Stranger Things-esque now that I'm thinking about Very it too, Stranger right? Very Stranger Things-esque. Yeah. Right. Very Stranger Things-esque. Uh, we're, our, first, our season is 10 episodes long. We're focusing on the first quarter of the first book. Then it jumps to 94 years into the future after the complete world has been de- been decimated. Whoa. Like it's going to next season. If yeah. we get a next season is a completely new show. I don't even know if I'm going to be a part of it. Whoa. Yeah, it jumps 94 years in the future and the books eventually go a thousand years into the future. Wait, what? Yeah. Whoa. And it's not the world that, you know, it's not the future that we think like a viral, a, a an apocalypse is going to happen and it's going to wipe out mankind as we know it. Well, humanity has to restart itself. It becomes like the Wild West. Yeah. It's crazy. Dude. It becomes like Mad Max. You, like when you, like Mad Max, like the yeah. whole tone Love of that. that. Love that's that what film. The, that's what the future is going to look like. Really? Yeah. Like the Road Warrior? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah Mar- Mario's going to look the same. He's going to be walking the planet going like, what's up, guys? Stupid, stupid. Yeah. Oh, dude, it, it- People said that. I mean, that's legit. When I took that photo, that 30-year challenge thing- 
People were like, is Mario a viral? I'm like, why does he not age? Oh, man. Hey, um, the show, bro. Again, the awareness level has been so awesome and love seeing your yeah, half face everywhere. We yeah, congratulations numbers. on the numbers. You, you, you having fun on it? I'm sure it's an incredible grind, but you shoot it in, in Atlanta, right? We shot it in Atlanta. It no was, word on a, on a second season yet? Not yet. Hopefully, if the numbers stay up, they'll give us an early, uh, early pickup. If not, we'll know in May. Uh, whether or not we go, um, you know, with the upfronts right. and stuff like that. Um, so you have a, a bit of a break right now. Or are you jumping into something else? Break. I'm going to get a, my shoulder worked on a little bit. I'm going to have a little bit of a. Surgery. How are we going to? How are we going to roll? If you're going to get your shoulder work on? No, we're going to have to wait. We're going to have to wait. When are you getting rolling? Let's get one rolling before the surgery. I get it on Tuesday. Oh damn! I'm going on Tuesday. What's up with Monday? I know. <laughs> I'm going to roll tomorrow. Damn, we're a mess. Look, I'm we're getting roll tomorrow. Are you rolling tomorrow? I'm rolling tomorrow. I'm going to try and then uh, yeah, yeah what, I'm going to try rolling. What time are you rolling? Uh, Ten o'clock. Street sports. You can't come though, no. man. If you go, it's going to be a whole thing. Oh, you're with a class. I'm at a class. I got. I'm actually. I'm actually. Uh, I'm with Arnold tomorrow. I think. Right. What do you yeah. mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the governor? The, yeah, the governor. That was that a total name drop right there? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm but with Arnold. I'm like I am though. Yeah. I, was like, I by the way, that wasn't first trying to be a name drop. He's on I first name basis, by the way. Yeah. So, are you, I got him. On, are, you, are you rolling with? Uh, no, no, no. I'm not rolling. I'm not rolling with Arnold. <laughs> He's having this big uh, Mario. And he Mario. Goes, Mario, come here. Mario, I top. I'm topping Mario. <laughs> no, he's super cool. Actually, You'd like that was a um, terrible impression. But <laughs> that wasn't me. All right, I want to tell everybody where they can yeah. watch your show. Check it out. The Passage Mondays on Fox, and you can follow my boy on Instagram at mp goslar. You said. <laughs> Hey, you I went on Joe Buck. I know. However I'll you and Joe Buck want to say it. Again. I, was, I don't know why I said that. Follow him on Instagram at MP Gosler. So fun. Or Gosselar. Or Gosselar. Or Gosselar. Like your boy Joe Buck. You, you just never I know. know. I said that. I don't know why I said and it also, like that. And if, also, if people miss the premiere yes. or they miss the show, they can catch it on Hulu. Correct. Or they can catch it on Fox Now. Have you cut cable yet? No, have you? I haven't either, dude. I have, these I'm guys lazy. are trying to convince me. I told me. you I'm lazy, Mario. I, well, I'm just old school. <laughs> <laughs>